This is a podcast from the University of Manchester's Jodrell Bank Center for Astrophysics. For the full show and archives, visit jodcast.net. This month in the news, the asteroids we're visiting, the one that quietly visited us, and a new method of Martian exploration. First, some updates on exploration of near-Earth asteroids with OSIRIS-REx and Hayabusa 2. These are two asteroid studying missions that each aim to investigate and return samples from a particular near-Earth object. Both of them reached their target asteroids within the last year and have now returned some preliminary information. Hayabusa 2 is a mission run by JAXA, the Japanese space agency, and follows the success of Hayabusa, which returned with asteroid samples in 2010. It's studying asteroid Ryugu, which is a rare CG-type asteroid. Having rendezvoused in June of last year, it's now launched two rovers to explore the surface. Initial findings suggest that the one-kilometre diameter Ryugu broke off from a much larger asteroid. Its density is so low that rather than solid rock, it may be comprised of rubble that collected together after an impact. It also shows signs that it once carried water, but that it was somehow burned off its parent asteroid. As it's believed that asteroids are the source of Earth's water, its absence on Ryugu was unexpected, and raises interesting questions about the possible mechanisms behind its dehydration. Once we have rock samples from Ryugu, we'll know more about the time frame since it split off from its parent, and possibly even identify that parent from currently known asteroids, but we'll have to wait for a while. Hayabusa 2 is not expected to return to Earth until December 2020. OSIRIS-REx is a NASA mission, investigating asteroid Bennu, and will be the first American mission to bring back an asteroid sample if it succeeds. Bennu shares a few characteristics with Ryugu, it falls under another uncommon class of asteroid, and it seems it might also be comprised of collected rubble, although it's smaller at a diameter of about 500 metres. However, it has one unusual feature. It's intermittently ejecting small rocks into space, with 11 events happening throughout January and February. This makes it an active asteroid, which are rare. Only a few dozen are known amongst the thousands of asteroids identified. With OSIRIS-REx in orbit, we'll be able to examine this process closer than ever before, and maybe even determine what's causing it. In the meanwhile, OSIRIS-REx will be spending its time searching for a site that it can collect surface samples from in summer 2020. Researchers believe that the mission can be safely completed despite the occasional rock ejections, and we can expect to see it return to Earth in 2023. Now to an asteroid a little closer to home. Our listeners might remember the incredible dashcam footage of a meteor strike over the Chelyabinsk region in Russia in 2013, but NASA has recently reported that another event like this occurred, just before Christmas last year, unrecognised until now. A near-Earth asteroid, estimated to have been a few metres in diameter, exploded over the Bering Sea on the 18th of December 2018. It went unnoticed at the time, as it entered the atmosphere over an uninhabited region, while the Chelyabinsk meteor caused damage in multiple cities and was widely observed and reported on. The fireball produced by this asteroid can retrospectively be spotted in several images from the Japanese Himawari satellite, and was the second largest fireball observed in the last 30 years. An asteroid of this kind doesn't pose much of a threat to humanity, it's estimated that this one released about 40% of the energy of the Chelyabinsk meteor, which itself produced relatively minor damage, largely breaking glass in buildings, and few serious injuries. 
However, it does highlight the need to be able to track asteroids and their movements so that we can be forewarned if an impact will affect a populated area. NASA are currently working to map all near-Earth asteroids over 140 metres in diameter, and have had some success at predicting the arrival of asteroids a few metres across, but it's predicted that it'll take another 30 years before they reach their aim of mapping 90% of objects this size. In the meanwhile, while nobody may have seen the fireball from the ground, they might have glimpsed it from the air. The fireball appeared in an area close to some commercial plane flight paths, and researchers have been investigating to see if any flights reported seeing it. If anyone did spot it, it'd make a useful account of the event, on top of being a very exciting flight. On the subject of flight, here's a first. Along with the Mars 2020 rover, NASA will be sending a helicopter to Mars in 2021. As far as helicopters go, it'll be a small one, weighing under 2 kilograms and the size of a softball, according to design reports. But its blades will rotate at around 3,000 RPM, 10 times faster than a terrestrial helicopter. This is necessary, as the Martian atmosphere is far thinner than Earth's, and flight at the surface there will be equivalent to flying at over 30 kilometres in the air here. No small feat, given that the highest a helicopter has reached on Earth was around 12 kilometres. This helicopter is considered a high-risk project, as despite NASA's best efforts, it may not be capable of flight on Mars, but if it succeeds, it'll be a high reward. Providing the ability to stay ahead for rovers, or to investigate areas that can't be reached by ground-based vehicles, would increase our capability to explore the Martian surface. For now, though, it's being sent largely as a test of the technology. If it doesn't succeed, the rest of the mission can continue as intended, and if it does, we can gain insight into what's needed to allow for future flying craft to work to their full potential.